Welcome to the audio podcast of Dwell in the Word from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. Bible readings and devotional commentary to help you grow in faith by dwelling in God's holy word. Welcome to Dwell in the Word. Today is Wednesday. It is February 15th. We start off this Wednesday with another prayer from Fount of Heaven. Let us pray. Christ Jesus, you are the Savior of the world, our merciful creator and redeemer, the only offspring from the Godhead of the Father. Self-existing word, you are flowing from the heart of God and powerful from the mouth of your Father, equal to him, of one mind with him, his fellow of the same age with the Father, from whom at first the world came to be. You suspend the skies and heap together the soil. You pour forth the seas which frame all the lands as they flourish. When you saw our trouble, you became one of us to rescue us. You were willing not only to be born with a body, but you became flesh, enduring to be born and to die. You endure funeral rites, you, the author of life and framer of the world. You enter the path of death in giving the aid of salvation. The gloomy chains of the hellish law yielded, and chaos feared to be pressed by the presence of the light. Darkness perishes, put to flight by your brightness. The thick blanket of eternal night falls away. Restore the promised pledge, O power of good. The third day has returned. Arise, buried one. It is not proper that your body should lie in the lowly grave. Worthless stone should not hold in the ransom of the world, or cover him in whose fist all things are enclosed. Take away the linen clothes, leave them in the tomb. You are enough for us, and without you there is nothing. Escape the chains of the evil prison and return to the upper regions. Let us see your face again, that the world may see the light. Give back the day which flees from us at your death. You return, holy conqueror. The ruler of the lower regions, who insatiably opens his hollow jaws, becomes your prey. The lamb pulls his sheep from the jaws of the wolf. You rescue uncounted people from the prison of death, and they follow their leader to freedom. As a warrior, you earn back trophies for heaven. You have restored us from chaos and punishment, given new life to those whom death might seek. You fill your barns with an abundant harvest. Look at your shining triumph, sacred king. We step forth from the bright waves, cleansed and wearing white. May this people, free from stain, be strengthened in your arms. Amen. All right, that was a good one. And we have more good stuff as we look at Isaiah chapter 48. Today we're reading about half of Isaiah 48, verses 1 through 11. Hear the word. Of the Lord. Hear this, O house of Jacob, who are called by the name of Israel, and who came from the waters of Judah, who swear by the name of the Lord and confess the God of Israel, but not in truth or right. For they call themselves after the holy city and stay themselves on the, on the God of Israel. The Lord of hosts is his name. The former things I declared of old, they went out from my mouth and I announced them. Then suddenly I did them. And they came to pass, because I know that you are obstinate, and your neck is an iron sinew, and your forehead brass. I declared them to you from of old, before they came to pass, I announced them to you, lest you should say, my idol did them, my carved image and my metal image commanded them. You have heard, now see all this, and will you not declare it? From this time forth I announce to you new things, hidden things that you have not known, They are created now, not long ago, before today you have never heard of them, lest you should say, Behold, I knew them. You have never heard, you have never known, from of old your ear has not been opened. 
for I knew that you would surely deal treacherously and that from before birth you were called a rebel. For my name's sake, I defer my anger. For the sake of my praise, I restrain it for you that I may not cut you off. Behold, I have refined you, but not as silver. I have tried you in the furnace of affliction. For my own sake, for my own sake, I do it. For how should my name be profaned? My glory I will not give to another. God comes to his people here and speaks to them specifically. He calls them by name and he lets them know why he is doing the things that he is doing. He has done this to refine them, to work in them. And and this is a difficult thing for us to hear, I think. You know, uh, we've seen it throughout the book of Isaiah, but it's always tough to hear. This idea that God judges us, that God disciplines us is is hard because we want to end up in places through good stuff, not through hard stuff. We don't like discipline. We don't like judgment. It's hard. But God does these things, as we've seen, and as I've mentioned many times, for his glory and for our good. We trust this. And so we see this as we come to uh, chapter 48, and we see that God is, again, specifically speaking to his people by name. And he tells them why all this stuff has come to happen the way that it has. Notice in verse 3, the former things I declare of old, they went out from my mouth, I announced them, then suddenly I did them. And so God is saying, you know, I know that you're an obstinate people, that you have stiff necks and iron sinew and you got thick heads, your forehead's brass. I knew that you were this way. And so I told you what I was going to do out in front so that you wouldn't be able to say, hey, it was our idols that did these good things for us uh, because before you made these idols, these things were told of old. They they were told before your idol was made. You can't put any credit on them because this is happening from uh, which was prophesied, which is spoken of by God long ago. And so we see this idea that God is doing all of this and there's good news yet in here, though, that, that God is doing this for this purpose of refining his people, right? Uh, we see this spirit clearly spelled out for us. Um, verse 8 says, at the last half of verse 8 here, For I knew that you would surely deal treacherously, and that from before birth you were called a rebel. God knew this about his people. Uh, you know, as Reformed folk, what do we talk about? We talk about total depravity or, or fallen humanity, that we are dead in our sins. We are rebellious against God. And God says this here. He knew this about his people. He knows that about all of humanity, right? But what happened? For his namesake, he deferred his anger. This is good news. God held back his anger. For the sake of my praise, I restrain it for you that I may not cut you off. God is doing good things for them. And now he's saying, hey, what I have done, I've refined you, but not as silver. I've tried you in the furnace of affliction. I made things hard for you so that you would be refined, so that you would return to the Lord your God because he is gracious and merciful. That is what is happening. Now, he did it for the sake of his people. That's clear. It's it's good for them. But verse 11 reminds us of God's majesty and God's glory. For my own sake, for my own sake. I do it. For how should my name be profaned? In other words, he's saying, hey, I am going to do what I do. If if you turn away from me, I am going to bring you back because you are my people. I have spoken your name. I have called you back. 
And so I am doing this for my sake because you are my people and God is glorified in that. And nobody else is going to do this. My glory I will not give to another. What an amazing statement that is here, right? Of who God is and, and how worthy he is of glory. He is the only one worthy of praise. And that's why he doesn't share glory for the salvation of his people with anybody else. And so it's important that we remember this, that we think about this salvation that we have. You know, we know that God deferred his anger. He turned it aside. He did this in Christ for us. Christ bore that anger. We have grace. We have forgiveness, not because God decided not to judge us, but because he poured that out on Christ. He did this for his people. And now we are seeing in us this work of doing this refining, that God, God builds us up through his word. He, he disciplines the ones that he loves. He calls us to repent of our sin, and we turn from it. We grow in holiness. And as we do this, may we remember that this is to God's glory because nobody else deserves it. He will not give his glory to another. We should not take credit for the things that we do. We don't have any grounds for this. All glory goes to God because he has called us to himself. He has called us to repentance through his word. He builds us up through his spirit. All glory to God. May no glory be shared with anyone else for what he has done in us, his people. Let's finish up with prayer. Triune God, we know that for the sake of your praise, you restrain your anger and your judgment. But we also know that you did not restrain your wrath when you poured out your wrath on Christ for us. For us and for our salvation, he drank of your wrath down to the dregs. And because of this, we give glory to no one but you. It is this salvation that causes us to praise you. And you alone are our rescuer. And we pray that this good news would motivate us to love and serve you more each and every day. On this Wednesday, we again pray for the work of the missionaries that our congregation supports. We ask that you would strengthen and embolden them to faithfully proclaim the gospel of Christ and him crucified. And we once again pray for the Bruxforts serving in Alaska. We ask that you would provide them with safety as they do the good work of transporting goods and people in the remote area that you've called them to serve. And we submit this day to you, and we know that your sovereign hand is upon us for our good and for your glory. Grant us strength and peace as we sojourn in your world today in humble service. We pray this all in the precious name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay, we are halfway through Isaiah chapter 48. We'll finish it up on Friday, Lord willing. We'll see you then. Thank you for listening to Dwell in the Word. You can find more information about First Reformed Church at our website, edgertonfrc.org. Dwell in the Word episodes are available each week on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can also watch the video versions of these devotions at our Facebook page and YouTube channel. 